What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Damn Podcast. Uh, I'm gonna get right into the shits. Hold on, let me drop my drops one more time. Hold on. Welcome, to, welcome, to, welcome to the Damn Podcast. It's upsetting me in my home, girl. Dog, I know, like, um, like most of y'all out there, I'm fresh off watching The Conjuring over the weekend. Um, I watched that what Saturday night. Came out Friday, you know, if you had HBO Max, you know, that shit is definitely a plus. I ain't gonna lie, that's like one of my favorite streaming services right now. Uh, it may have to do with because they got Harry Potter on there. Semantics! Oh, I know. Please, please, I don't have any time for anything. Listen, I know, but Harry Potter is cracking. I love all of them. I love them since I was a kid. Honestly, I could sit there and watch all of them like I'd never seen them and shit. Um... But I was watching The Conjuring, you know, Conjuring 3. The shit came out, supposed to be real scary. First of all, hold on. I'll take a sip of water. First of all, I seen like everybody else. Semantics. I know y'all seen the people uh, on Facebook. And we gonna get into them reviews too. Because a lot of people gassing this shit that went to the movies earlier that night to see it like Thursday or maybe watched it. Because I watched it, like I said, Saturday. And I watched it like later in the day. So all through my social media, I done seen everybody hyping up and talking about the movie. So I'm expecting to see like this grand fioso of this like, you know, horror film and shit. And, you know, give it again. It should have been to me. I think it would have been better also if I seen it in the theaters. Don't get me wrong, I got a nice size TV and shit in the crib, but I think it's made to have that surround sound, that horror film. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you blessed to have like a theater in your home, I'm you know I'm pretty sure you got that experience. But I think it, you know movies are to be made, especially with big budgets like this. They are made to be you know um, you know shot you know or seen in a you know big screen, but. I watched it at the crib, right? First of all, um, it killed me. Oh my god, when movies come on like this, y'all. Semantics. If I raise up, gonna be trouble. Movies come on and say, based on a true story. Oh, it got me every time, bro. (laughs) Hey, you gonna have to be that guy. Every time, bro. Every time it say based on a true story, it get me, bro. So I'm in. I'm locked in. So, uh, and most of and most of them say that, but this one, like. It took place where with Artie, right? We had the girl, um, and it started off crazy out the gate. It started off like almost as a um, what's the one? The exorcism? Like you know, I start off with the pastor and shit, or the priest pulling up to the house and shit in the taxi. Like yeah, you that real like you know eighties horror film vibe. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, this shit looking good, right? The fucking boy on the table, like he all demon out and shit, creep the fuck out. You know, I'm like, oh, this is getting real X-rated. So. As it's going through, I'm like, okay, the boy got the demon in him. Okay, you know the movie going on and shit. Um, and spoiler alert, it's a lot of spoilers in here. Sorry if y'all haven't seen it, but boy had the demon in him, and then he laid on the table. He like, okay, I want the demon out of me. I want it to transfer to you. So not a grown ass man get the demon in him. I'm like, okay, now this is where it should really turn because I'm like, I hope they don't do this. Kid, child, demon, like that shit so played out, bro. We didn't seen that with Damien and the Dame, demon child. We seen all them fucking movies where they had a kid be possessed. I'm tired of that shit. So, okay, it's like, bro, bro possessed and shit. And he get to going crazy out the gate. First of all, ain't nobody going to say nothing about that fat ass rat that fell out the cereal. Like that shit was wild as a bitch. That chunky ass rat. Tell me some. And he just played this shit off like it was normal. It was all in y'all cereal. Like, who the fuck want to eat some Lucky Charms after that, bro? Like, you have rat shit in your food. I'm cool. Listen, I'm cool. You can keep that. But 
you know, the cereal fell down. It was the rat in there, okay? Then he turned around, the lady, like, screaming in his mouth. Now, when I first seen that, I'm like, oh, shit. Old spirit in the house, lady unrested. You know, she finna cause havoc. That's what I'm thinking, right? No, wrong. This shit is, like, some whole other, like third eye like be able to trans man they they didn't this one this was killing me lately right a lot of horror well not even horror movies a lot of period movies period right now are doing this multi-dimensional shit um not saying they stole it from like Marvel or no shit but i think they really do it the best uh a lot of movies doing this like past time then you could tr because if you think about it a lot of horror movies played out it's kind of like dead to, like you can't there is no horror like killer there's no like villain that can't be killed type shit you know what i'm saying so the only thing they can mess with is the unknown which is the spiritual world you know so tapping into that i seen a lot of reviews and then that was my thing a lot of reviews under people like oh if you watch this movie it opens up a dimension to your home and that's why it's so scary and i'm like oh first of all i'm thinking when i read that nigga this shit finna be cracking you know what i'm saying like i think this movie finna be fucking lit bro i'm like everything finna go down motherfucking portals opening up wrong it was not that bro so oh the demon go to him right now the grown man got it now this is where i even even when i was watching the movie bro i was telling my girl i'm like babe look at this shit look how okay i'm breaking down to y'all right the dude in the movie the people arnie and deborah right i think that was their names uh lived in or debbie sorry arnie and debbie they lived above the um, a kennel, right, with, like, 40 dogs. Now, if you've seen in a movie, you could tell that Shorty took care of all the dogs. Like, Ernie was the dude that could fix stuff and shit, and the owner was, like, a drunk landlord. He liked to play music. You know, he I, get, I don't know if he really fucked with the dogs or not. They didn't really get too much in his story, but they portray him as a drunk, right? Now, when you've seen in a movie, he was getting drunk. He wanted Shorty to take care of the dogs, right? And she wanted to move or own the house. Like, she like, man, I want Arnie to marry me. If y'all heard that, the narrative was, Arnie, when you gonna ask my sister to marry him? Because that's what the little boy said, right? So, it was this narrative of, like, Arnie needed to marry her. He needed some money. You get what I'm saying? He was working all these jobs. He was, like, cutting trees or some shit. So, um, he was trying to get it, right? So, Ernie get drunk. I mean, the landlord dude get drunk, right? Deborah working on the fucking dogs. And Ernie come out and, like, he come back from a long day at work. Mind you, he possessed this shit, right? Now, he supposedly got this demon thing in him from the little boy, right? He has the demon in him. He all tweaked out and shit. He been seeing shit all day. Bro, drunk ass grabbing him. And shit, you know, your drunk ass uncle, like, oh, come on, nephew. Come on, help me do this. He had asked him earlier to fix his fucking CD player or some shit, right? This the 80s, right? So he asked him to fix this old ass CD player thing. He like, oh, okay, I'll fix it or whatever, right? Bro, go take him in the back. He get drunk. He like, come on, you get, you know, stop drinking tomorrow. Let's get drunk tonight, bro. He drinking and shit, dancing. He playing the, uh, what the fuck is that song? Um, damn, bro. Oh, come on, dude. whatever. I ain't gonna sing it, but y'all, basically, the song that was playing was in the narrative like, uh, call me when you need me, call on to me, right? And I'm gonna get into why that song was, um so important in the movie because I, I bet a lot of y'all like let that slip through the cracks but um the song is playing and shit the demon started to come out right bro get possessed he blank out right it showed him like you know being possessed 
and his girl coming in like, babe, what you doing? Bro, dead ass had pulled out his pocket knife. Oh, they get into a little tussle because bro, like, all right, I'm done drinking. I'm ready to go. Oh, his girl come in too, right? Sorry. Shorty come in too, right? She like, what y'all back here doing? He like, you know, we supposed to be working and shit, but they dancing and shit. So Shorty come in dancing. Bro, damn near, I ain't gonna lie. Even in the movie, in his eyes, it looked like he had a sense of jealousy. Like he saw a dude dancing on his girl and shit and it made him jealous and he blanked out, right? He blanked out and he fucking stabbed bro he stabbed him up the demon took over him and he stabbed him up and you know he chased the girl through the house and he snapped out of it he snapped out of it once dude was dead right um semantics now he's walking down the street blood on his shirt oh wait hold on now semantics mind you when they they had did this exorcist shit right for the little boy uh ed warner right that's one of the paranormal dudes he had passed out and shit right he had had a heart attack right um, he all fucked up in the coma and shit. He wake up out his coma. Uh, uh, Lorraine, go call uh the the fucking Clucker family, whatever the fuck they call. <laughs> go call the Clucker family and, and tell them that they're in danger. She like why? Cause the demon didn't leave. It went into Arnie and shit. Right? How the fuck he? How the fuck Ed waking up out of coma and know that bro possessed? You know what I'm saying? So, movie percent right. So, dude walking down the street, police see him. They grab him up like, oh, yeah, you did the murder. They go see the house, everything, right? To me, cold cut case murder, right? It's simple, clean cut. There is no explanation for this, bro. It's simple, right? But wrong. It's supposed to be real simple, and it fucking wasn't. Uh, This motherfucker. So, the police catch him, right? Uh, Take him down to the court. Now, Lorraine and Ed is back, and they sit him down. And I'm going to skip around a little bit because I want to get to the... That enchilada, what is it? The big tamale, whatever the fuck they call that damn thing. Hot tamale. I want to get to the big tamale or whatever. Uh, the man like, okay, you did this right. So Ed and Lorraine come and they like, well, recite the Bible. He recites it just fine. They like, well, he can't have the devil in him, right? They tell him this. Ooh, listen. Now listen, they tell him in the movie. They show you them telling him this. Oh yeah, if you could recite the Bible, that means you're not possessed, right? His girlfriend there crying. They making it seem like, you know, it was the devil. It wasn't him. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really giving it to you, right? So, Ed and Lorraine, like, they convinced the lawyer. Even in the movie, they showed that they convinced the lawyer that the devil did this, right? The lawyer, like, look, if you convince me that the devil did this, I'll take this to the jury. Because, honestly, they're not going to want to hear this shit, right? And they even give you this cool-ass quote that is say something like, um... It's t- if we accept God in the church, I mean, in the in the courthouse, every time we swear somebody in, it's time to accept that it's a devil, right? And I thought, ooh, that shit was powerful. Like, ooh, that was a that was a killer ass speech, right? I thought that was real cool that he said that shit, right? But listen, these motherfuckers is crazy. So he go through. Um, so he show him. He showed a lawyer, you know, they house and shit, right? Convince them. Now they take the case to the jury. Uh, in the movie, they make it go through, um, instead of it being, he still end up getting convicted in the movie instead of murder though, it's manslaughter now. Right. So, you know, everything commenced, right. Oh, but this is the thing, right. In the movie. Right. And I think this is what got everybody up in arms and scared is that it was a lady right behind everything that was controlling him. She was the puppeteer. And that's what I was telling you on the beginning. The song was, uh, Come, come on, baby, call on to me, right? And if you notice, every time she summoned this demon spirit thing, right? So that was like the kind of play on to the song in between a movie or whatever, right? But 
you know, I watched the whole thing and I thought it was good. But my thing is, is like, you can't, I'm the type of person, bro, you can't just tell me some shit and expect me to just roll with that information. I'm going to do my own research. I'm going to go look up some shit. I'm going to come back and see what I can find, right? And this is what I found. So, we're going to start off like this. Um, they got most of it correct. When they say based off a true story, like y'all said, like I told y'all, it get me out the gate. So I was already in, uh, nose wide open, deep in this shit because that's how they get me. So when they said that, I'm like, okay, so maybe we should be able to look most of this stuff up. And this is my thing about when shit be saying based on a true story, you can loosely base. And I talked about this before on snowfall. You can loosely base a lot of this shit off anybody's life. When you put based on a true story, it doesn't have to be exactly as true events. Like sometimes you see inspired by true events that just basically mean they pull some of this shit from real life things but all of this or most of this is probably fictitious like a lot of these things did not happen right um so we get into the story right um they had most of it right right with ernie being his real name and debbie those are real people right now here's the big semantics for me semantics. ernie was 19 years old and debbie was 26 now, I know a lot of y'all going to be like, what the fuck did I got to do anything with anything? But I'm like, bro, she was a grown-ass woman. He was a young-ass teenage boy. I'm not saying that, like, he's super young, but he's 19 years old, bro. She's 26. She damn near 30, bro. Y'all, if it was the other way around, bro, men and women would have an issue with this fucking 26-year-old man dating some 19-year-old woman. But... We in some small hick-ass town, some small-ass country, bro, because this did happen in a small-ass town, right? So... You know, I guess the norm is different from everywhere else, right? But, uh, and the, Bron the Bono dude, right? The landlord that owned the uh, kennel, he was 40, right? So this is the age range from 19 to 40 years old. These are the people, the three people that live in this house, right? Mind you, she got the brother and the sister. I mean, uh, you know, his, her brothers and, uh, you know, other guy. Those was real people too. And we're going to get into that. Um, now, in the real story, now, in the movie, they showed you Ernie being, I mean, Bono, the dude, being a drunk, the landlord. And he was. And the truth, and the real documents that I've read, and I got most of this off Wikipedia, and it was another website um, called Floss the, Floss the Log or something. I'll put those links in the description. Y'all can go look most of this up yourself. But, uh, yeah, now, in the true story, what I read or what I gathered, basically, is that Bono, the drunk dude, wouldn't let Ernie leave, right? Right. They didn't let him leave. They giving off some story Semantics. of Ernie trying to get past him. Bonnie, bon, the Bono dude wouldn't let him pass, and they got into it, right? Now, in the fucking true story, Ernie never said that the devil made him Semantics. do it. He never said that it was a spirit that took over him. What he said was he blanked out and he didn't remember. Like in the movie when he was walking down the street. Now, that part was based on a true story. When he walked down the street and said, I heard somebody I don't remember, that part came out to be true, right? But in ne he never claimed that, right? Um, he never claimed that the devil made him do it. What actually happened was, was that he blanked out and ed and lorraine heard about this like i said remember in the movie he was in a fucking coma dog this is this is a funny shit he was in a coma and he woke up and said oh call earning them they're in danger how the fuck you know bro you understand what i'm saying so um ernie stabbed dude bro he heard him he never said the devil made him do it he literally just said he don't remember uh, Lorraine and Warren, the, you know, the two psychic people, they went to the Brookfield police, right? They went to the police department and told them that a demon made him do this, right? Um, he didn't claim this. 
He just said he didn't remember any of this, right? But they let him go. Now, we know that... Now, a lot of this take place in uh, 1981, right? And Ed and Lorraine had told these... Now, this is the true story part. And they didn't show this in the movie. In the real story, it was 43 actual demons inside the little boy, they said. Semantics! If I raise up, gonna be trouble... You got your motherfucking mind if you think the I believe that it was 43 demons inside this motherfucking boy and he was just going crazy. This is this is what they said was going on. It was 43 demons inside of him and they gave him 43 names and it was real. Um, We're going to get into actually what happened with that story later on. But um, with this being said, I feel like all this shit was cap, right? So then going down, right? Remember in the movie also, right? Oh, yeah. The prison scene when he was in prison. Think about it. If yo, if the people came to you and told you, bro, look, I, we know you stabbed, dude, right? Uh, We need you to, when you in prison, we need you to continue to be crazy, bro. If you want this case to go through, look, think about this shit, bro. If you kill somebody and you had your lawyer and defense team was saying the devil made you do it, you're going to have to keep that... uh that persona going on as if you're crazy and that somebody taking over your body. So what would you do? You would be in prison doing nutty shit, throwing buckets, hiding the motherfuckers, eating your own shit. Listen, man, I'm not saying what I would do, but honestly, if I just kill somebody, I'm trying to get off on a motherfucking insanity plea, right? And honestly, that's what this was, bro. This was basically one of the first insanity pleas, bro. Like, the devil make you do it? That's claiming insanity. That's not no, like... There is no real link between the spiritual world and what actually goes on here. I mean, I know we all have our own beliefs in the system of what we think is real. And I think that's why it affected a lot of people in this movie differently. Right. Um, and that's why it latched on to people, because that, like I said, this is the unknown. We truly don't understand what's going on here. So he's in prison and he's claiming insanity. This is the plea, you know, or this is the deal he's trying to get off. But the family uh, refused the Bridgeport the catholic people uh, to do a psychic evaluation they refused it to basically see if he's truly considered crazy or not right now i know y'all like well what the fuck you know i agree to that too because she said something like you know i don't want them sticking needles inside my son or whatever whatever well first of all your son decided to stick a fucking knife into somebody so i don't think he gets the choice to decide if he wants a fucking needle in him excuse me uh, he a cold fucking hearted killer He don't get to choose You know what I'm saying If he want a motherfucking uh, Psychic evaluation or not Right But They refused this Now I personally thought This would ruin the case And they um, Their ability to get this Insanity plea off But it didn't uh, But you know It didn't it, it, it kept the case strong I thought this would have Really affected it Um and it came out, and also another thing that came out to be true, uh, a couple people that lived in the town, they actually came out and said that they didn't believe that the devil made him do it. They believed that this Ernie guy was an angry guy. And like I told you, when he was dancing in the party with, the, I mean, you know, when they was in the house drunk that night dancing, even in the movie, they portrayed to me he had a hint of rage. It looked like he was upset when they was dancing. And it came out to be true that some of the people from the town had talked to the Washington Post and this is like 1983, like I said, uh, and came on and said that, you know, no, Ernie was an angry kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it came to his wife, he was a very jealous type of guy. And it was an incident, they said, a couple years ago where he, it was a stuffed animal. And he cut the heads off one of their toys and shit because, 
you know, he he was quick to be tempered. You know what I'm saying? He had a very sure fuse. You know what I'm saying? So that said a lot to me what type of guy this was. Like, that makes sense. And like I told y'all last week, bro, what did I tell you? When you stab somebody, hit them with their car or any type of Like, that is a rage killing. That is enraged, bro. This was an enraged man, dog. This ain't no motherfucking demon possession. Like, fuck out of here. But, you know, they got this plea off. Um... So what happened, right? Like, what happened with the true story? Because at the end of the movie, we all saw he got off five years with manslaughter. And then, and a the thing behind that, right? So other thing, that did not happen like that. Uh, the court, in, true, in the true story, the court denied this case. They threw that shit out. It didn't even make it to a jury. Like, the Supreme Court said, we is not bringing in your witness list, which include fucking Ernie, his girlfriend, and the brother, and the Warrens. The motherfuckers who all basically corroborated this whole fucking story is the people that's on the witness list. No, we not doing that. Like, who the fuck you think you is? You think you finna get your brother, your girl, and all your friends on the list to be telling you? Bro, that's like when you get a job, bro. And that's, that's another thing. You think you finna get a job with your friends and shit? Or you think you finna get a motherfucking bad report from me? No, I'm putting down all people that's gonna say I, I'm great at this or I'm the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? I'm not finna go to jail. So who the fuck put down bad witnesses? Oh, what happened was is that on November 24th, 1981, he convinced the uh, basically the court of law that he, he tried to hurt him but not kill him. Now, what the fuck does that mean? Semantics. I took my knife and I stuck it in him repeatedly in and out, but I wasn't trying to kill him. I was just trying to hurt him. I blanked out. Like, what type of shit was that? So he went to jail. First of all, he was supposed to get 10 to 30 years for that. He only served five and got out on probation and good behavior, bro. He got he did that when he was 19. He got out by he was 24. Semantics. Uh, went back to Debbie and fucking continued to live happily ever after in this small ass town, probably in dude house, the motherfucker they killed. You know what I'm saying? Living in dude house with his fucking dogs and his pets and shit, living it up. And it's crazy because a lot, and what really got me is with a lot of these reviews and shit, because, you know, like I said, I don't blame nobody and shit, bro. Nobody knew the true story behind this movie. We kind of just watched it and all got attached to it like, oh man, I don't know. No, this none of this happened like that. The the fucking witch thing under the stairs or under the house that was not real. They added that. Um, the fucking lady and the and the dad being like all that shit was added. None of that evidence happened. The other girl where they found the case at the old, you know what I'm saying? When they went to the other town and it was a similar case, none of that was real, bro. They added all that shit, dude. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? These movies are good at that. But because you can put based on a true story for on the front of it, you can pull from real actual events and it doesn't have to be real actual events. It could be things that were fictitious or close to or, you know what I'm saying? That should be wild that they could do that in movies. Um, Yeah, it was no profound documentary that I watched. It really was this fucking Conjuring movie that I watched and I had to go do my own research on it because... And even when you watch it, though, it, it give you this feel of like, who the fuck? Because like I said, I thought the lady was a ghost. You know what I'm saying? When she grabbed him in the house and she, I thought that was a ghost. Ain't no way this a real lady could just go through walls. Who the fuck is this bitch? David Copperfield Jr.? Like, how the fuck is she just magically going in and out through walls, bro? That shit was blowing me. Um, Yeah, man, I, I couldn't believe that. So after watching it, I mean, after reading that information and then I went back and tried to watch it again. I see I see how even with them telling that story, right, how they had to add shit because it's parts in there that don't make sense, bro. You get what I'm saying? 
Like, it's parts in there they tried to do, like, the actual story. Like, they tried to give you their own version of them, like, playing music and getting drunk and the fight escalating. But in the true story, the brother was there. Like, the little boy, the girl, Debbie's little brother was there in the actual story, right? The story was, like I said, they the drunk dude wouldn't let them leave the house, and it got physical, and then that happened. You know what I'm saying? That's how this whole story got um, conjured up. <laughs> in a sense. Ha, 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 conjured up. That was funny. Um, you don't have to be that guy. Yeah, so that's how all this happened, bro. It was made up, and they got to do that to you again. Hollywood has done it again. Clap again. Clap it up, man. Hollywood has done it again to us. They got us all worked up for some shit that did not happen. None of this was true. The fucking boy, I mean, the dude did die. A motherfucker did die. Like, the devil was a motherfucker. motherfucker and he blamed on the fucking devil, and he got off with that shit. So that let me know when I commit my first murder and shit, like, I'm going to just be like, the devil made me do it. I'm going to say I watched The Conjuring and I lost my shit. Because there's no way you getting off an insanity plea or the devil made you do it, bro. And like I told you, remember the movie? He had that cool ass quote like, oh, we, we accept the God in every time we swear somebody in. And that is true, bro. That is so fucking funny. I always said that, bro. Like if a motherfucker, if an atheist went to court, bro, and swore on the Bible, he could lie on whatever the fuck he want to. He don't believe in this shit. He could say whatever. Like that's my thing, y'all. We base our life off these constructs of... America are based off these religious things, bro. And I think that's why, like I said, it resonated so deeply with us because these religious things are surrounded us everywhere and everything we do. God is, or religion or good and evil is in everything we do. Go outside. Don't go outside. You go out to a good person. You don't go out. You know what I'm saying? Like these are weighed on your mind all day, bro. So when these movies come out like this and it show a person like it seemed like earning them didn't do nothing wrong and they just got attacked for no reason and shit. It paint that to you and it, it touched something in you because you like, I can relate to that. That's real for me. Yeah. No, bro. Like, no. Hollywood done it to you again, bro. Like, that man is a murderer. He killed dude for his fucking dogs in his house. He probably looked at his woman wrong that day and slaughtered his ass. Because I told y'all, when you stab a motherfucker, you're angry. You're angry when you stab somebody, bro. That shit hurts. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Sorry. That was my small little rant. Uh, this episode is gonna be really short. It's honestly that's literally it's been nice as fuck outside. I ain't even gonna cap to y'all. Uh, <laughs> it's been really fucking you nice outside. A motherfucker been really just enjoying the weather, um, enjoying being outside, bro. Honestly, like these vaccines and shit. Oh shit, let me tell y'all what I did. Hold on. Semantics. Y'all know I love y'all. We in the den. We family. Hold on. Welcome to the podcast. I lied to my neighbor yesterday. I lied to my neighbor because he came outside and he asked me like, "Oh yeah, you get your COVID shot?" I was like, "Mm-hmm." Like, <laughs> the devil was a motherfucking liar. But I felt bad because he was an older dude, and honestly, like, I don't believe in that shit, bro. And and I noticed that a lot lately too. They've been really trying to find ways to push this vaccine out more. They offering fucking movie tickets. They offering amusement park tickets. Listen, y'all. Don't get me wrong. If you feel like you want to get the vaccine to be safe and to make you feel better, I'm totally with that and for you, bro. But to my people that are skeptical about it, don't take this fucking vaccine unless you're sure about it. Don't let nobody stop your skeptic, your skeptic, skepticism. Is that a word? I feel like it is. Don't let nobody stop your skepticism. Um, it sounds hard. It sounds like it's not a word when I say it, but whatever. Don't let nobody stop that. You know what I'm saying? Let you be skeptical with shit. Because 
through history, it all show for black people, bro. It the the vaccines and the motherfuckers poking us with needles in our arm. They've never been the kindest to us. You know what I'm saying? So if you skeptical about it and you're not feeling safe, you know, do your research on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like look look up into look into what you want to know. But don't just be taking this shit because, you know, you feel the peer pressure of everybody around you or motherfuckers constantly coming up and asking you, do you have it? Do you have it, bro? It's getting worse now. It's almost like wearing a mask. Remember when wearing a mask first started and it was some people that was like, man, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't finna remember to have a mask all day. And then you go out in public and see everybody have one and you start to feel a type of way. Like, imagine if it was a meter over your head or some type of, like I said, they gonna start trying to do them vaccine cards and shit. Like, imagine how much social anxiety you will have if you're in a place where everybody's vaccinated but you you're gonna feel out of place bro that's gonna cause a whole different riff uh you get what i'm trying to say so that's something we honestly have to look out for uh like i would tell y'all bro just do your research on it. if you don't feel comfortable about it don't take the shit nobody can force you to put anything into your body um yeah, it's been another episode of the Dan Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at the Dan Podcast. Hey man, shout out to everybody that's in the group, bro. I really appreciate it. Season three is coming up so fast, dog. We right around the corner, dog. Um, guests are coming. I know everybody keep asking, like, when we having guests, when somebody gonna come on the show. I got them. They lined up. I promise y'all y'all gonna love these guests. We got uh US Olympic athletes all the way to social workers, like it's, it's amazing. Like, I swear to God, it's going to be really, really great. Uh, look at me, swear to God. Who the fuck? Let me listen. Look, see, the conjuring got me. It conjured up my spirit. It made me. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's been another episode of the Den Podcast. I'm out.